the story you are about to hear is true. Only the names have been changed to protect the innocent. Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? Here's adventure. Here's romance. Here's the famous Robin Hood of the Old West. Aw, just sneak in. Not me. I ain't going to church. No Sunday school today. Good evening, wherever you may be. It might be morning. Maybe it's morning when you're listening. I don't know. This is Tom Richardson of the Removing Confusion podcast, and it is June the 3rd, 2022. So we've rocked our way through half of a year already. Unbelievable. Where does time go? I've, I've got a couple of guys I like to listen to, and uh, they, have a, they have their theory on it that Jesus said, if the days weren't shortened, no flesh would survive. And they actually believe that maybe we're shortening the time of the days. I don't know. It's a, it's a theory. It's, a, it's not questionable. It's, it's a believable one. And when I ripped that, I ripped actually part of June off. So we'll have to fix that later. Um, that was supposed to be dramatic. It didn't. It, it failed. Here, let's hear this. That's me throwing May away. Actually, it was April. But anyway, uh, all the goofiness aside, I want to uh, thank my corporate sponsors. There are still, as far as I know, my corporate sponsors, Step on Socks. Step on Socks. They're a patriotic company, a, a company that cares for uh, the troops, that cares for the country as a whole, and they are a Christian company. Step on Socks. Uh, if you go to steponsocks.com slash removing confusion and uh, check out what they have there, I think you get a discount. So it, it'll be well worth it. They have some really cool stuff talked about them before their socks are kind of unique and uh i think you know they're just fun yeah uh, that's the thing you know we, we we don't have enough fun in uh this world anymore everything is so bleak and 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 dry and and scary even as we look around and we're going to talk about some of that stuff today boy i couldn't hit that trash can if they paid me to, and they don't, so uh, I I just missed it. Anyway, let's get on with it. Um, I haven't been with you as much as I I'd like, and it's because things get a little busy here at the ranch, you know. And uh, my podcasting took a slide, but we're gonna try to keep up. Uh, today was just one of those. This is a very busy week ministerially. Uh, Church Wednesday, uh, we do some stuff on Thursday. It's all church-related. And then Friday, it's church-related. And then 
Saturday, I take a breather, and Sunday, three services. So it's all, it's all good. Uh, doing the Lord's work. It's not busy work. It's just doing the Lord's work. We're going to listen to a pretty long clip. I let it go for as long as I feel it needs to be. But it was this. Uh, this was last week. There's these guys that call themselves the World Economic Forum. They're, they're, and you've heard me talk about them before, and if you haven't, I'll give you a quick reminder. They're led up by a, a, a boob by the name of Klaus Schwab, or Slob, however you want to say it. This guy uh, is doing his best to impersonate a uh, James Bond villain. He dresses like one. He's got the accent. He's got the look, bald head, you know, the glasses, and they're very serious. We are going to change you inside out. Well, what are you talking about, dude? But that's what he wants to do. They've talked actually about uh, they have all the, uh, the the players are there, you know, that were there last. It was last week. Kerry, you know, John Kerry Lurch uh, flew over in his private jet to preach to the world about carbon footprints i i said the other day i'd like to see them especially you know john Kerry, joe biden kamala harris and and that drunk that's the speaker of the house nancy pelosi uh why don't they all i want to see them be, take the first flight on an electric airplane and then they can talk to me about my six-cylinder pickup truck and how it's terrifying the ecology and, and ripping the environment apart. I, I'm a, I'm an outdoorsy kind of guy. I mean, I don't camp out anymore. I'm too old and my back hurts. But, you know, if I have to, I can. And I like to fish. I like to ride my mo- motorcycle. Oh, there you know, that's a, that's a horrible carbon footprint. You shouldn't be doing that. Well, you know what? There's enough energy under the ground in the United States to propel us forward for another two or three hundred years. And by the by the prophetic statements of the Bible, which we'll tag into here very soon, I, I, I don't think we have to worry about our grandkids and great grandkids' future. Because the Lord is on his way very soon. I don't know when. I don't know how many years, but I believe we have less than a decade, but that's just me spitballing things. We shall see. But we as the church should know. There's signs that are that are presented to us. Let's get off that before I get into I'll, I'll start preaching. You know, I'm I'm not a I'm not adverse to this. Rand Paul, I like Rand Paul, senator from Kentucky. He's a constitutionalist, uh, and he ran in the presidential election uh, back when uh, Trump was running in 2016. His dad, Ron Paul, also uh, a strict. These are guys that are strict constitutionalists. They believe that the Constitution was written and should be adhered to as it was written, not completely changed every time you turn around, the way the bootleg Democrats want to do it. So Rand Paul had a, a conversation with Jesse Waters on Fox News, and uh, let's listen to what he had to say. As they talked about this Davos meeting, this is Davos, Switzerland, 
where the uh, World Economic Forum and all the uh, powerful elite got together to preach to us about how bad we all are. Here we are, Rand Paul. Hundreds of gas-guzzling private jets took off this week as billionaires from all over the world jetted off to Davos, Switzerland for the ritzy and glamorous World Economic Forum, a week-long event for the ruling class to talk down to the rest of us. And it's not for everybody. It's an invite-only event. And once you do get in, they divide you by class. You get a white badge with a blue line if you're rich enough. You just get a white badge if you're married to someone important. Or if you're just a part of someone's entourage, you get an ugly green badge. You're not good enough. They keep the elites together, and they have their own little police state to make sure these people are focused on ruling the world. If you're not from CNN or the New York Times and you show up uninvited, they'll probably arrest you. And it's all headed up by a guy named Klaus Schwab, who's pretty much running a one-world government here. He kicked off the week by saying the future is theirs, not yours. The future is not just happening. The future is built by us, by a powerful community as you here in this room. We have the means to improve the states of the world. And the way they start is by tracking you. If you go deep in the weeds and what these people are saying at this place, they're openly scheming up some of the craziest plans you'll ever hear of, like tracking your carbon footprint. We're developing through technology an ability for consumers to measure their own carbon footprint. What does that mean? That's where are they traveling? How are they traveling? What are they eating? What are they consuming on the platform? So individual carbon footprint tracker. Hmm. Stay tuned. You are- now let me interject here and there. I guess it's worthy of doing. Uh, first of all, what Jesse said right off the bat. They're, these are guys that are trying to put together a one-world government. The socialist Democrats in our country, uh, that's their aspiration. That's what they really want is this come together with the whole world while they uh, ostracize the Russians because of their invasion of Ukraine and then send Ukraine $55 billion, which is probably more like $255 billion by the time it gets done. Uh, to to fund their their war effort, while yet we here in the United States they try to strip us of everything to protect ourselves and let our borders be wide open. Schwab wants to control every aspect of your life, and I don't know who the little dude is in between there who comes along with you know we've got to be able to track your carbon footprint. This is their thing to track you. Know what you eat. There's a there's a guy by the name of Christian Westbrook goes by the moniker of the Ice Age Farmer. He is well worth looking up, podcaster and YouTuber, until they bust him off of that platform. But uh, he talked about this uh, uh, close to a year ago, if not a year ago, of how they have they have some way of dusting things like coffee beans. So that when you eat them or ingest them, let's say drink the coffee, they can tell where actually by these, I don't know, nanoparticles, they can tell who bought, where it was bought, and then when it evacuates out of your body to be as clean as I can about this, you know, 
and when it goes down to sewer. They can track the whole thing. It sounds like nutsy science fiction stuff, but the patents are all out there. Let me go ahead and let this let this roll a little bit more. The one world government wants to keep tabs on what you eat and where you go. All because John Kerry's a little mad that your cheeseburger is wiping out part of the population. People forget greenhouse gases are pollution. And 15 million people a year die because of the quality of the air around the world. We're, 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 We're dealing with a crisis here, folks. It's a crisis made by human beings. Maybe they should take their own advice before jetting off across the world on those private jets, emitting all that carbon. But to them, they have more important things to focus on, like preventing the next pandemic, since it worked out so well last time. If it comes 10 years from now, we should have far, Bill far Gates. better diagnostic technology. That is, be able to scale up every country within a month uh, to diagnose their entire population. We're a little distracted right now, so getting the debate going uh, is happening slowly. Yeah, a lot of people are distracted by inflation, food shortages, you know, real problems. Bill Gates, the PC king, Microsoft, who, who you can't get a, a worthy machine out of them that'll last, you know, four years, five years. And it starts to, it has viruses when you get it. But, oh, I guess that's how it, he's, he's become a virus an expert and an inoculation expert. These people want to inject you with mutagenic drugs to kill you, rip your guts to pieces, your heart, your liver, your lungs, and your brain. And then on top of it, have you tracked so that they know where you go, what you eat, and I'm sorry to say this, where you pee. Ruling class at Davos says, don't worry. It's all a part of the plan. We need to accept that there will be some pain in the process. Uh, the pace that we need uh. will, uh, will open up for missteps. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will open up for uh, shortages on energy. It will create inflationary pressures. And maybe we need to start talking about that, that that pain is actually worth it. If you have the pain at the pump, maybe $4.79 a gallon for gas right here in northeast Ohio. Now, some people say, what are you complaining about? We're paying six. And then some people will say, like over in L.A., what are you complaining about? We're paying nine. What is going on, folks? They're trying to strangle the middle class to to nothing. Well, actually, it's every class now. If you're not the elite, you're going to become cannon fodder or you're going to become Soylent Green the money in the world the last thing you have to worry about is inflation it's our problem not theirs they're busy ruling the world and shady george soros says if we don't make their ideas a reality civilization is done for fighting pandemics and climate change avoiding nuclear war maintaining global institutions have had to take a back seat to that struggle. That's why I say our civilization may not survive. Believe it when I tell you, these people don't care about any of us. They're just a bunch of globalists hanging out and coming up with too many bad ideas. 
Let me say this about that. Not what Jesse said, but what the, the slurring old goat named George Soros. Now, if you don't know who he is, he's a multi-billionaire who has had some strange ties to the Nazi party of Germany way back in the, in the World War II era. But we don't, I can't say for sure, and we don't want to be the bearers of false witness, but we can be the bearers of truth. This guy has tried to ruin this nation with socialist Democrat uh, elections in places like San Francisco, L.A., I think even Minnesota, Chicago, where he's backed. Now, look, he doesn't, He, I'm sure he backs people like Biden and all that, but see, there's so many super PACs and everything else that back them. He's going into these cities and backing the uh, district attorneys, the mayors, and those kind of elector, electi, electees, elected officials, I'm sorry, that, that if he can get them into place, then they turn around and then they don't, like especially the, the uh, DAs, they won't even uh, prosecute crime. You know, we won't prosecute any crime unless it's violent. And then it depends on who it is. You know, then these people, like I say, they want to sit and dictate to you. uh, When they drive around in up-armored SUVs that weigh as much as a Sherman tank, and guzzle gas at a dollar, I'm sorry, at a, at a, at a, a, a one gallon per mile. And they want to talk to you. Why aren't you driving in a little electric car or walking or taking public transportation where you can get literally killed in the big cities, thrown in front of the, the uh, train tracks at the subway, you know, knifed to death inside the subway or shot in the bus. It's not a safe place to be or raped. The, these cities have become what Alex Jones talked about many, many years ago, and he still does today, that it's like prison planet. Get everybody funneled into the big cities, and then you can control them. Rand Paul, Kentucky senator, and he joins me now. Should the American people be scared when the richest people in the entire world get together at a swanky conference and hatch these crazy ideas about how to make our lives better? You know, if they really cared, they could have ridden with me. I was on a plane this morning. I was a category on Southwest Airlines. And, you know, hey, that's something. Wasn't a private jet, but they could have saved. When you're on a private jet, they're spending five times as much of a carbon footprint. So if they really cared about that, they could ride on commercial airlines. But they aren't. They're elitist. But the other real danger here that's even more danger than all their phony caring about carbon footprint, the real danger is this. Look how bad your government is in a country where you get to vote for these people. This would be a government, a world government, where you don't get to vote on anybody. This is everybody's worst nightmare. The bureaucracy that we have trouble in our United States because we don't get to vote on them, we vote indirectly. Can you imagine the one world bureaucracy of all these elitists and their private jets that would rule our, our country and we wouldn't get to vote? So I'm dead set against this. And they used to call people who talked about one world government, they used to say, oh, it's a conspiracy. We would always say, no, it's in their mission statement. They say <laughs> it at every meeting. That's what they're for. 
but uh, lock, lack of sovereignty means lack of freedom and it means lack of responsiveness and it's completely antithetical to everything our country stands for. Yeah, and I don't want to put down Bill Gates and these guys. You know, they do a lot for charity. That, But when you hear them kind of just dismiss inflation or, you know, oh, you know you're going to have to go through some pain in order to kind of go with my idea. You know, the American people hear that and they think, come on, man, you're not you're not serious, are you? But it's not only insensitivity because they've never been to a grocery store and have no idea what things cost, but it's also that we now have a whole set of our political spectrum that's out there saying it's caused by greed. If you were in a third grade, third grade class, I would give you a failing grade if you told me inflation was caused by greed. That is the dumbest explanation, the most implausible, and that lacking all facts that someone would try to put forward. Inflation cause, is caused by an increase in the money supply that increases the demand. It's done because we spend too much money. The Federal Reserve prints it up to borrow it. It floods the economy and drives prices up. If you don't understand that, they'll never get it any better. And my prediction is it's going to get a lot worse before November. What do you think about this tracking technology they're cooking up? They're going to track your your carbon footprint. I mean, I think that these liberals are already stressed out enough, Senator. Imagine when they find out like everything they do is is killing the the ozone. I mean, they're going to go crazy. They're going to start yelling at us. Yeah, privacy is not much of a concern for these kind of people. So not only do they want to track you for your carbon footprint, the WHO has announced, you know, they're forming a treaty and it's going to be a treaty for the next pandemic. But in the next pandemic, it's not going to be a a Washington-based mandate on vaccines or a Washington-based social distancing or masks. It's going to be an international one. And they actually want to track everybody with a QRS code. I think that goes beneath the surface right back (laughs) here, but I'm not sure how they get it in you but uh no i mean it's no laughing matter it is very worrisome but whenever they talk about it they have absolutely no concern for privacy and you're exactly right they don't care about the individual they don't know people like us they've never been on a bus they've never been on southwest airlines they've never driven a car most of them have never even driven their own car so these are not the kind of people we want telling the rest of us what to do all right senator Rand paul from kentucky flies commercial let it be known. Thank you so much. So there you are. Uh, while he talked and I let him go without my interruptions, um, because he said he, his his stuff is, uh, and he's on top of it. You know, he's he nailed it to the, you know, he, he hit that one over the fence. Let's put it that way. And Rand Paul's not a conspiracy theorist. Neither am I. Uh, but, uh, those of us who kind of dabble in that area once in a while, you know, conspiracy theory is, is interesting if nothing else, but now it's become, uh, they used to be, they'd say, what's the difference between conspiracy theory and fact. And it used to be, well, you don't get to wait a year or two, you know, conspiracy theorists would talk and talk and talk about chemtrails and, um, you know, one world governments and stuff like that. But, uh, the, uh, the, the, the fact of the matter is, is it used to take a while for these things to unfold. Now, when you come up with a theory, so, so to speak, it's not really a theory. There's fact base behind it. And within two weeks, it's proven. Now, the one world government thing that they talked about over and over again has been 2000 years in the making. 
every despot that's ever stepped onto the world stage has considered himself uh, to be the next world leader. Uh, we can look at, it's always good to start it to, you know, want to go clear the beginning but you know the caesars of rome they looked at themselves as gods you fast forward a couple thousand years to hitler and hitler thought he was a god he thought that he was he, he could make no mistake the emperor of japan as well thought he was a god he literally did people the, the people of japan never heard his voice until the bombs fell or shortly before, if I'm not mistaken. They never saw his face because he was not allowed to be looked upon. These are the kind of things, as as things go, they get a little bit more amped up. That is how prophecy unfolds. I'm back to the Bible again because that's that's kind of my seat. But the uh, one world government, now you have... You have mainstream media, Jesse Waters, talking about it. And Jesse, you know, he, he trained underneath the great Bill O'Reilly, if you want to call him great. I mean, like Bill. Uh, he's a bit of a uh, – he, he thought he's a little bit smarter than everybody else in the room. Maybe he was, but that's okay. But he trained under Bill O'Reilly, so he's, he, he, he kind of, you know, is careful in what he says. And he says, you know – one world order, one world government. What did Hitler want to do? He started to start a new world order, the Fourth Reich, the Thousand Year Reich. It lasted what not four, <laughs> you know. So there you are. But some say that Reich never really ended. We just brought it all over here. Now we, we won't go into that, but. Uh, I want you to think about some of those things. These are, these are, this is a United States senator. I say, this is a very intelligent, he's a, he's a, he's an eye surgeon. He's a very intelligent uh, fella. And he's not one to just throw words into the air like Kamala Harris and see where they fall. You listen to their own words. We're going to track you through your carbon footprint. Now, how are they going to track you? I've heard Schwab say in the past, and I played his clips here on, on removing confusion where he actually comes right out and says, you know, uh, the fourth generation or the fourth industrial revolution won't be so much industrial. It's going to be inside you. That should make chills run up and down your spine. These are things happening right now. COVID-19 gave them an open door, and it gave them an opportunity to see just how much they could control people. I heard a guy, I was watching a YouTube video, it was a guy fishing. I like to watch things that teach me how to fish, and then I go out and find out that none of them work. But he was saying, you know, if I get that stimulus check from Trump, I'm going to go buy me a fish finder, you know. And this was, you know, an older one, of course. But that's, you know, unfortunately, that's what people look at. They're going to send me $1,300 of my money 
but they're just going to print me into print the government into debt doing it, which causes inflation to come behind it so that I can buy a fish finder. The, the, when those, the, when those, uh, stupid stimulus checks came out, the local Walmart to us, the bigger one, people were just there. There. What, what was in their carts? Food? Yeah, lots of food. Just fill it. No. TV sets. PlayStation 4s and whatnot. Try taking a bite out of the big screen when there's no food. Now, some people say, you're, you're, you don't know what you're talking about. I heard t- this morning, and I, you know, I don't have the clips for it, but you can look them up, YouTube, Glenn Beck saying, there's a possibility by the end of this summer, eggs will be a dollar a piece, not a dozen a piece, $12 a dozen for eggs. We poo-pooed and ha-ha'd when they said gas would be over $5 before long, and it's $4.79 today. Now, they may come up with some, you know, two-week wonderplan. Wunderplan. Let's get to Might as well stick with a Nazi theme where they can drop the gas prices by $0.25 for a week or two. And then it's going to go right back up, and when it goes up, it'll go up higher. They are not afraid to uh, run us into poverty. It says they say uh, that one person that was speaking in there, you know, and and Rand Paul made a comment about it as well about pain. You know, there's going to be some pain. There's going to be some pain going through this process and you just have to get used to it you have to suck it up cupcake no pain no gain is what they used to say at the uh at the gym and then you know doctors say well yeah there's you know there is some detrimental things to pain you know pain tells you that maybe you went a little too far we do not elect presidents, senators, congressmen, mayors, or police chiefs, or whatever, to give us pain. You know, like the old, in the military, give me more drill sergeant, give me more, as you, you know, push up yourself into puking. You didn't really want more, but, you know, that's what you were trained to say. We don't elect these people to cause us pain. They're elected to try to fix the problems that are going on in the world. They're, they're elected to, you know, they're, they're to get elected and then reelected and keep your party in power. You do things to make things better. You do things to keep inflation from going insane. You do things to get jobs for people to work. You do things to alleviate mask mandates and vaccine mandates and just say, well, hey, look, we know we've come to the end of the COVID thing. So let's stop playing games. 
I heard a story just today of a, a lady who got the shots because she worked in a in a in a medical field. She had the COVID. They forced her into getting the shots to keep her job, and now they test these vaccinated people in this facility twice a week. And when you come up COVID positive, guess what? You can't come to work. Now, I don't know if they get paid or not. I I believe you should be, but, you know, me and my wife said, well, you don't know that. So, well, you're right. I don't. They probably don't pay you. Oh, sorry about your bad luck. You should have wore your mask. You should have got the shot. Oh, I did. There's some proven theories. I shouldn't say that. That's an, that's an oxymoron, proven theory. There's proven fact that people who have gotten COVID-19 injections and stayed on top of getting their booster have a more than likely chance of testing positive with the fake no-good PCR test swabs. Not schlobs, swabs. They come up positive. They're not sick. They probably do have the COVID because it's floating around in their body with the spike proteins that have been shot into them. We have stepped across a Rubicon, so to speak. But these people, yeah, like say, you know, these things come to me as I'm sitting here sometimes. The governor's the government isn't there to... Uh, cause us pain they're supposed to make its constituency more comfortable make the country more of a that shining light on a hill the city on a hill but you know i think what's happening here is they're getting back at the 75 million people supposedly that voted for donald trump we're going to show you maga folks that's i've heard biden how many times now Excuse me. How many different groups out there do we know of? You know, we got MS-13. That's a a uh, radical killing machine from El Salvador. That's a group, a, a gang. We've got, you know, uh, multiple different factions that work the streets of Chicago, New York, L.A. You know, the Latin Kings and the, the uh, Aryan Brotherhood, the the white boys, all all these groups, all these, you know, killers. They're basically killers. They're drug drug cartels and all the other things. But what Joe Biden says, this MAGA gang, this MAGA group, they're the worst, and we're going to get them. He just ostracized 75 million, if, that's, if the numbers hold up, 75 million Americans, and I guarantee you there's probably more than that because his, his, his approval ratings tanked in the 30s, so 30% tiles. So, yeah, you know, you, you might as well go ahead and strike out at everybody that you can strike out at, Joe, because nobody really likes you. Nobody ever did as far as being a senator because, you know, he's always, I'm the guy that kept my hands clean. No, he has not. <laughs> he's... He's literally, literally got his hands deep into the till and he's ruined any aspect of being Mr. Clean. And the Hunter Biden, his son, laptop, 
We'll prove that over time as it, I think it already has. But, you know, who's listening to that? Nobody, because that's a conspiracy theory. That's, you know, Russian disinformation. Russians don't have time for disinformation over here. They're busy fighting a war in Ukraine. Goodness gracious. Got myself wound up, but it's fun. Hey, the other day I played this thing, and I'm going to play it again, and we're going to really, I think we have time. Yeah, we do. This is a guy named, uh, uh, I forget his first name. Havel Harari or something like that. He is a devil of the highest proportion. He's a homosexual Jew, Israeli Jew. Or maybe he's not Jewish. I shouldn't say that. He's Israeli. Let's put it that way. But he's a homosexual. Um, and he's one of these guys that's into the Davos kind of thing as well. He, I think he, and he does TED Talks and everybody just goes, oh, well, if Dr. Harari says that it, it's great, here's some ideas that somebody put this clip together that, that this guy has, and, and we'll try to pick apart a, a little bit of it as we go. COVID is critical because He's this about COVID. is what convinces people to accept, to legitimize total biometric surveillance. If we want to stop this epidemic, we need not just to monitor people, we need to monitor what's happening under their skin. What we have seen so far, it's corporations and governments collecting data about where we go, who we meet, what movies we watch. The next phase is the surveillance going under our skin. We're now seeing mass surveillance systems established even in democratic countries, which previously rejected them. And we also see a change in the nature of surveillance. Previously, surveillance was mainly above the skin. Now it's going under the skin. Governments want to know not just where we go or who we meet, above all, they want to know what is happening under our skin. What's our body temperature? What's our blood pressure? What, what is our medical condition? Now humans are developing even bigger powers than ever before. We are really acquiring divine powers of creation and destruction. We are really upgrading humans into gods. We are acquiring, for instance, the, the power to re-engineer life. I know that in recent years, we saw populist politicians undermining deliberately the trust that people have in important institutions like universities, like respectable media outlets. These populist politicians told people that, say, scientists are this small elite disconnected from the real people. I mean, all this story about Jesus rising from the dead and being the son of God, this is fake news. Humans are now hackable animals. You know, the, the whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election or whether in the supermarket, this is my free will, that's over. Really? Let's just pick some of that apart. You know, we, we've been told you're no different than the animals. You know, that's, that's the problem that we see in our city streets, in our classrooms, where mass murders happen, where any given time on a, on a Chicago Saturday night, 
uh, you know, you just go out to hang out and, you know, maybe get a Chicago dog or a slice pizza, go to a, go to a, a Cubs game and get murdered. 15, 50 and 60 people on a weekend while the mayor sits back and, you know, wears her stupid hat and looks like Beetlejuice says nothing of any that means anything you know ignores the the, the while the while, plays her fiddle while rome burns let's put it that way this guy has you know humans are hackable animals first of all the human being is not an animal we are one of the very few things i mean you i guess if you want to say you know in a in a roundabout way that we have uh because of our our genetic makeup or whatever but i don't look at it at us as animals such as my dogs or or the rabbits that jump around in my yard we are spiritual beings we have something that goes beyond the dogs and the rabbits that jump around in the yard we have a connection with our creator a real living connection now this guy he will have a if he doesn't change his tone if he doesn't change his ways someday his connection with his creator will be not so nice this is one of the most horrendous things I think I've ever played on this program where he says this thing about Jesus dying and rising from the grave, that's fake news. What a horrible and blasphemous thing to say. But yet, you know, in God's mercy and grace, he'll still give this guy a chance through his life to be redeemed. But usually when they've gone this far, they don't make it. They don't make it to redemption because they think they are gods. He even says that, that we humans have the ability of to create and destroy like gods. Genesis 3, the snake, the serpent, tells Eve, no, you won't die if you take a bite of the fruit. You'll just become as God or gods. That's the lie from then on throughout the entire Bible as the unregenerate listen to the whispering of the serpent because he tells them, you can be like God. For even now, these people believe they are God because they have so much control. They've taken so much in to their little pea brains to believe that they are God, that they are in control. <coughs> Excuse me. Our churches need to wake up if you have if you're going to a church where they talk about these kinds of things amen to that 
if you don't, you need to needle that guy that stands behind the pulpit on Sunday and say, what do we make of this? See, Bible studies in a lot of churches become one guy doing a lot of talking and nobody wanting to ask any questions. Nobody wanting to interject a thing here or there, not to be disruptive to a flow of conversation, but just to, you know, there, there's questions you must have if you're watching the news, if you're looking at the newspaper, if you have any inkling of this thing that they call COVID and how they used it to, to gain control over an entire world. Heard the other day they want to bring the mask mandates back. They, they had a federal judge here in the United States that said, no, these aren't, these aren't constitutional. But the Biden White House is pushing for the mask mandates. We have monkeypox coming now. And then they'll come up with something else, and COVID will come back and shoop, swing back in, give you a cold and a stuffy nose, and we got to lock down the whole company again, or I'm sorry, the whole country again. We are never going to pull out of this thing with this administration, and we still have a long way to go. Now, people are looking at the midterms and saying, well, we'll, have the, we'll take over the House and the Senate. That is good thinking, but we're four, yeah, about four months away from the election and two months away on top of that from those people taking control. So you're looking at six months yet of the Biden White House just running rampant with a with a Senate and Congress that is all Democrat that are doing the things like I'm, I've been talking about for the last 45 minutes. Tracking you. Oh, we're not going to track you. Oh, really? These guys want to track you. They consistently say, you know, we can track you with your phone. They didn't come out and say it, but they track you with your phone. Well, I don't have a phone. Well, guess what? It's not going to go just on your skin. It's going to go under it. We're going to find a way, and I think they already did when they shot some of that goop into people called uh, the COVID-19 vaccine, which is not a vaccine. Because you got to keep going back and getting your computer reprogrammed with the new update. And one guy even said that. You know, we can hack you. That was the guy that runs Moderna, one of the vaccine producers. Humans are hackable, like computer programs. We can inject a little glitch into your system. Oh, what a wonderful idea. Let's just go for that. I think that sounds like that's great. This guy, Harari. When I first heard him several years ago, he didn't sound so bad. You know, he didn't sound great either. He wasn't going way off the deep end. He's whipped right out. of. He's off the cliff. We're going to hack you. We're going to track you. 
Steve Quayle. Uh, he always comes up with these neat little things. Whack, stack, what is it? <laughs> Something like that. They're going to hack, whack, and stack as many of us as they can. They, their, their, their goal is to knock the world population down to 500 million. We're sitting at 8 billion, so 7.5 billion people have to die. The Bible that I'm holding in my hand tells us that, you know, there's going to be times where you'll see a third wiped out. I don't know when that's going to happen, but I can tell you this. When it happens, it's going to be horrific. We're, we're in the middle of World War III, it seems, with a nuclear power. And yet Biden, you know, because World War II was fought on the uh, European continent, you know, and, and we, we, we got that one going on. So, you know, why don't we go and start one over here in, in the Pacific with the, with the Chinese? Another nuclear power. I guarantee you they got better stuff than we do now. They stayed producing where we kind of slid backwards. And then we sent all of our stuff to Ukraine, and they're probably selling it on the black market. Who knows? <sighs> Revelation chapter 13 and verse number 16. Oh, let's go to 15. And he had power to give unto the image of the beast that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the name and image, or I'm sorry, the image of the beast should be killed. So if you don't bow down to whatever beast thing, image thing that they come up with, if you won't swear your allegiance to the coming government, I'll just kill you. Should be killed. And he causeth all, both small, great, rich, poor, free, and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or their forehead, and that no man might buy or sell, save he that has the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Here's wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred three score and six. Six, six, six. A track code is what they're working on. The beast thing is in the works. If you have a if you have a theology or a church or a pastor or whatever who stands in front of you and says, There are no more signs, he literally doesn't know his Bible very well. The Bible's filled with signs. And I, I watched a, a, a touch of a video the other, I, I couldn't even get through it, where, you know, if you read Second Thessalonians, it talks about a falling away. Then, and that falling away is an apostasy. Such apostasy comes in that it causes people to lose their faith and fall away from the church and from the faith. But yet these people from... Uh, the first one I ever heard talk about it was, uh, what was that guy named Jimmy Swagger? 
and he put out his Jimmy Swaggart study Bible because everybody's got to have a study Bible with their name on it. And in the notes of the study Bible, he said where it says apostasia or apostasy, which mean I mean if you say somebody you're an apostate, I mean that's not a good thing. Well, they try to twist it and make it into their pre-tribulation rapture that say that the, it's not a falling away, it's a catching away. That's not what it says. A catching away is the harpazo or the rapture. If you want to go with the Latin, harpazo is, I think that's Greek. So, you know, without getting too deep in those weeds, there's they're trying to change things to make it fit to their narrative, which is a, a, a teaching that's only been around for 140 years or so, 150 maybe. So why the Lord himself didn't teach that you wouldn't go through hard times, especially the tribulation period. Paul didn't teach it. Paul said, you know, there's going to be a falling away. Then the antichrist would be revealed and you should know it. When it says a thief cometh in the night, he didn't mean that that was the Lord coming. He said, you shouldn't be overtaken as a thief. And I know that basically is a, a, an analogy of the Lord, the coming of the Lord. Uh, but you shouldn't just be completely, you know, surprised that things are happening around you. If you have your eyes open, you should see them. So when they tell you there's no more signs, why is the Bible replete with signs then? Why does the Bible tell us that these things will come? Oh, well, that's just for the tribulation saints. You're not going to be here. Well, you might not be because as I get older, I may not live to see too many more days. And we never know what will happen to us along the way. But let me tell you something. If you live through the next seven years, and they keep telling you even through all that, that there's no more signs while well, the signs happen all around you. I've had guys tell me, well, if they built the temple, I know it's not the one that we need to worry about because I'm still here. Or if somebody tries to set themselves up as God in the temple, that's, that's, that's not the one, guys, I'm still here. I'm not going through, I'm, God won't send me through the uh, tribulation. It's not going to happen. Stand your ground no matter what. If you believe deeply in that and believe deeply in it but keep your mind open don't shutter your mind i'm not do you think i don't you think i wouldn't like to skip around the tribulation period that is fast coming down upon us i'd love to but i also know that the lord jesus christ will get me through whatever i need to face and if I'm taken out, literally killed, what'd Paul say? Better that, because absent in the body is present with the Lord. That's enough for today. 
Tom Richardson's going to say goodbye for now, June 3rd, 2022. Don't forget my sponsors, Step On Socks, great company, good people, good Christian folks over there. Steponsocks.com slash removing confusion. Buy your husband, your son, your daughter, your wife a pair of those cool stocks and go out and step on the oppressors. Have a great day until the next time. See ya.